Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? <coughs> Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is April 4th, 2019. It's 5.30 in the morning. And sometimes, you know, every day I love waking up early. And today I woke up at like 1 o'clock thinking that it was time to do the show. And I go, geez, it's only 1 o'clock? How is that possible? I really feel like I slept enough and And so I was like thinking, well, maybe I should wake up. Maybe I'm going to write. Maybe this, maybe that. And I fell back asleep. And when it was time to wake up, usually I'm like popping out of bed before my alarm. I kept snoozing my alarm like four or five times (laughs) just to wake up. And then I, I, once I got up, I was fine. But I thought, geez, but I myself was having such a good dream. And I couldn't remember all of it. And as I was collecting the dreams for today, I was remembering like little pictures of it. And then my son calls me and tells me, God, I was up. I just had this crazy dream. And I thought, what is going on with dreams today? So uh, having dream theme Thursday, it just wouldn't stop. So anyway, I have four dreams. And I think I don't know if they're anonymous. I think they are anonymous. They they seem to all come in anonymous because, you know, people feel a better freedom in saying what they need to say. So I think we're just going to get started and let's see what happens. So there is the first dream, and it says, Hi, Nadia. I have a quick dream. I was walking through a dark place, beltway of stuff, with a beltway of stuff everywhere. I had to walk around piles, garbage everywhere. It was like I was in in the New York City subway tunnels, but worse, with people laying everywhere. I finally went to a location very down below, and I can't remember the combo I had with someone, and all I remember was telling them that I stepped over so much garbage. I'm surprised I didn't step in shit. Oh, wow. Well, as I walked back, down you don't you know all around the garbage almost every step was a pile of fresh shit I thought that I probably step in or smeared it but it all looked very fresh and undisturbed I finally got out at the entrance and for some reason I knew I had to go back and then when I was in a car with a young woman from that area that I walked and she began to sing in a car for me. I wasn't in the car, but could see her somehow in Facebook Live. What a crazy dream. If you have any time, I would appreciate your thoughts. It's an interesting dream because you could see the issues, but you weren't part of the issues. They were all around you. Everything's going on around you. You could see it. And then when you get out, you feel like you needed to go back. And then before you know it, you're not even there. You're in a car with a young woman. And when she began to sing, you realized she wasn't in the car, but you could see her on Facebook Live. So you weren't even part of the woman in the car. 
You weren't part of what you were walking through. You weren't the people laying down. You weren't the piles of poop laying all over the place. And you leave, but you go back. Because now you want to make sure none of it got stuck on you. And none of it did get stuck on you. And then you get in a car and you think you're in there with a woman from the area, but then you realize she's singing. She's not even near you. So nothing's around you. Nothing is attaching itself to you. Good, bad, or indifferent. And that's to tell you that if you really thought about a lot of the issues you're having in your life, they, they actually don't directly have something to do with you, but somehow you feel involved in them. You feel like that you have to do something. And it's like you're not even sure, so you go back and double check to see if you really are free and clear of this or if you need to be involved. It's really an interesting thought that you walk through it, you get out of it. People are laying around and all of that. All the way to the point where you think your shoes are full of it, meaning you're starting to get really immersed in something that is not yours. And to be sure, you go back in to double check, come out, and you're actually in the car alone. You walk through the worst of it. You came to the light. You thought even then, okay, maybe there's another thing coming, but actually it wasn't really there. Everything in this dream was yours to observe, but wasn't yours to participate in. Dream was the one um, this week that was similar to my son's dream, where he was standing on a table and the snakes, snakes were on the bottom of the table. And every time he got down, the snakes bit him and he'd get up off the table. And then he'd go down and the snakes would keep biting him again and he'd come up. And you just made me think, because he just called me like right before the show. And I'm like, I got to go. I got to do the show. I mean, rebirth because they take off their skin. But they were biting him and they weren't killing him. They weren't even hurting him. He just couldn't keep going down into them. And that's also telling him that nothing is going to hurt him. And for you, going back in for more, seeing it, not being a part of it, know what and know what isn't yours. And don't go back to double check. Trust your instincts that if something isn't yours, it isn't yours. So I have another dream. It's an anonymous one as well. And it says, hi, Nadia. It's time. This is the dream. I sent you a few weeks ago. I guess I must have missed the dream. And it says, Nadia, I had a dream for Thursday, if time. From what I remember, a man with a heavy accent was showing images of streets 
filled with people. I didn't see the people, but I believed him. He said all these people are after hearing Christ speak. He meant to show me that they were so peaceful. I couldn't see it, but I knew it. I was so happy that he noticed. I woke up feeling like a million dollars, Nadia, and that's it. But I felt it was so beautiful. Thank you and much love. Well, I'll tell you something. Those kinds of dreams, I call those food dreams. They nourish us because there is calm underneath all the madness to where you're being told there's a lot of people, but you can't hear a sound. There's a magic about Christ. And it's not a religious magic. Something happened yesterday that mimics your dream. And I'm actually really glad I didn't read your dream two weeks ago when you sent it and I missed it. It just sometimes you get so many, you don't even know what, what I'm getting. But and yesterday, but this was real. This, didn't, this wasn't a dream. I'm right now, I've been for the past, this is the third week, and, and it'll be another week next week. I am filming, filming um, a webinar. You know, those sponsored webinars that you do for free. I'm actually filming, filming the contents of that webinar. So there's a team of people that came. They're, they're from Canada. They're not from here. And I talked about them a little bit before. And they're awesome. They're like these genius people, and they're running around, and they're organizing all my things. And they kept telling me everybody tries to avoid initially and, and the Christ thing, they're like, oh, you know, people won't understand. Don't start with that. Start with this. Let this be the gateway conversation and then let them find out. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, but the only thing that's different about me is that I saw Christ and see him. And, you know, I don't want to get too crazy, but yeah, that's how it all goes. And so we tried. We tried to do it that way, and I just wasn't excited about it. I, I couldn't do it because I can't do it without him in a funny way. I laugh when I say that, but I, I, I knew that it's the two of us. From the day I saw Christ, it was where he told me, you are not me and I am not you, but I am with you. And so... We're going along for two weeks, two weeks. They're talking, you know, they're filming. And then on Tuesday of this past week, I said, you guys, I'm really sorry to, like, try to interfere with the process. However, I am the person that they're going to see and favor. Can you just, let's try something tomorrow that, I know you weren't thinking about, but I need to do it. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I have to tell the story. There's no way I can't tell the story. I have to tell it. Can you just tomorrow, instead of me filming all these segments you want me to film, 
Can I just start with the story? So they said, been here. They have been transitioning and refining and reforming because every time we'd have a conversation off camera, I would be telling them all these stories that revolve around how I know what I know. I felt like that Slumdog Millionaire movie where, you know, I tell them an end product, which goes in the video, but then off camera, I'm telling them the whole story of how I knew that information. And they were fascinated and they would go home and they'd start having these dreams and these feelings and they'd come back the next day and they'd go to me, Nadia, what is going on? And all I could think was, ooh, Christ, go Christ. There's one for Christ. Then it was two for Christ. Then it was like 10 for Christ. It was just growing and growing and their lives were changing since they got here and they were only planning to stay two weeks. And now it looks like they're going to be here four weeks, which means we're going into next week. But bigger than that was yesterday, just like the dream I just read, I started telling the story on camera. And as I was telling the story, I've never had anyone completely just film me with the camera on me, not an interview where somebody's asking me questions and I'm answering back, but I am just telling the story of seeing Christ. As I was telling it, I just kept going. I couldn't feel myself other than this beautiful energy. And just like the dream I read, it was really quiet in the room, really quiet. And when I was done, the person behind the camera that was right on my face told me that the whole time I was talking, she had to stop herself from crying. And it was relief. And in a dream I had after I saw Christ, it was very similar to the dream I just read, that it was quiet. I had a dream of like, I don't know how many people. They were as far as my eyes could see. And I was on this makeshift piece of wood. And I was just standing there. I wasn't even talking. And I remember seeing Christ on my side and my hand was somehow in his hand even though he was invisible but somehow he appeared and people were crying nobody was talking they weren't talking I wasn't talking Christ wasn't talking but we were exchanging energy it was like we were breathing and they were breathing and we were all breathing and we were all healing through love and we were crying tears of joy they weren't like sad tears and we weren't crying that there was joy they were like relief they were it was like a deep sense of just knowing we are okay we are safe we are happy it was amazing 
And here you just had a dream. And I hope you're listening. And the dream I was supposed to read two weeks ago, or got two weeks ago. But until yesterday, I couldn't even remember that day, that dream I had. And I saw it happen in the room. So weirder, bigger than that was afterwards, we all went to my kitchen and they're looking at the footage and they couldn't wait like till they got home or after we ate. I was starving by the time we were done. And to tell you the difference of me when I talk about Christ and, and when I don't, um, I was doing the I was doing the whole thing and it took me it was, it's like one take. They don't even have to go back. They don't have to refilm. They don't have to do anything. It's literally one take. I start, I stop. An hour, hour and a half later, it's over. And then it took me another hour to do three minutes at the end that they were telling me, can you do this and this and this and say this, this and this. And they're giving me too many instructions. And because I had to think, I kept stopping and going, wait a minute, what was number four? What was about, you know, and they were laughing because they're like, man, one minute, it's like you're channeling the whole world. And the next minute, you can't even take direction. I'm like, because I have to think, think, and I didn't even realize how effortless it is when the energies are combined and how powerful it is. And that's what I'm learning just about myself and about this information now. That combined energy, it just flies with or without. But the minute I have to think when I'm talking, they they were saying, my God, it was just like you went from here to here. But they saw the difference. And that's when they knew. They didn't even know what to call it. They're like, it was like you were channeling. It was like you were, you know, and they're covering and rediscovering themselves and this information and the magic. And it's all like this, we're in this cocoon, you know, and, and it, it's not over yet. I, I, I have to film today and tomorrow. And yet I told them, just tell me what you want me to talk about fact that I don't need notes and the fact that it just keeps coming out and all of that is, is like we are dreaming during the day. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So that dream that you are talking about is actually coinciding thing right now. It is absolutely crazy. So thank you for sending in that dream. I still have two more, and I think I can do it. Let's go. So we are on. Good morning, Nadia. Great dreams yesterday. Here's an anonymous one for next Thursday. Dream of March 28, 2019. Oh, wow, that was all written out, not like in numbers. Last night, I had a dream of being in a building, and it wasn't quite clear why I was there. It seemed like the use of the rooms changed over time and during my stay. In the end, I knew that my time in this building was over, and I perceived my visit as being over. I remember that I met Nadia there in the midst of my stay, and something weird happened. 
somehow I might have tried to cover up something and not give my own truth full exposure, and I wanted to give Nadia an apologetic hug, but she rejected that hard, and I felt I was being rejected because I was impure, not showing clear my intention, which were to hide something I had done that was not so great. I was very sad about the rejection, but somehow I got over it and decided to go on and move to another room and meet other people. But the building suddenly was empty and there was no one there. Nadia took off with her partner for vacation. Her kids and friends were gone. Everyone was out. I was still in that building, so I went to each of the rooms and just cleaned up everything. I made sure that all the rooms were perfectly clean and spotless. Then I went for the door, and I was really, really scared to open the front door. Leaving that building was so strange, but I think I did it. I'm not sure if I really did it or not, but I think I pushed down the handle of the door. Thank you. Much love. This dream is interesting because coming to me and hiding something And somehow um, you wanted to hug me as an apologetic hug, but I rejected it hard. I felt you felt I was being rejected. You felt you were being rejected because you were impure, not showing clear your intentions. All of that is a projection for yourself to see and understand that whatever you're holding on to in your heart, whatever you're not telling, whatever you're not saying, it's your own judgment to yourself. And the coolest part about it is because I know, because Christ told me this one, and thank God he did because it took so much pressure off of me, is that I am only a reflection. I am a reminder And I am a reflection. I don't have that judgment because I've had to do everything to feel it. So I know what it feels like to hold something in, not tell, live with all of that. And I've had to understand frame by frame what happens to us inside when we don't come clean to ourselves. Even at times we don't even know we're not coming clean, but we're uneasy for some reason or we feel stuck and the suck is just not facing something. But instead of looking at it like it's a problem now, when I get that familiar feeling that I used to get now once in a while, and I'll say, oh, wait, what am I not seeing? And I'll stop and I'll really think about it and I'll find it. But it's only because I've gotten better at doing it. It's not It's one of those things, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And then before you know it, it's like riding a bike. You just, you have these systems in place. And thank God now through this program or programs that we're doing, I've had to take this entire amount of information and put it into a system where somebody can say, okay, this will happen and then this will happen. Setting the right expectations. And what happened is you were setting the expectation that if you hid something from yourself, you will reject yourself. Therefore, other people will reject you because you cover things up or want to or need to. And this dream is telling you to be free, to be free of that, 
Don't allow chains to hold you. And then on top of the chains, you slap judgment over it to yourself. This is a dream of somebody who at times, not all the time, times, is really, really hard on themselves. When you just, you know, when you're down, you just beat yourself up to a pulp. And then when you're fine, you feel like you're higher than a kite, that you are like just flying in the air and everything's great and everything's wonderful and then everything's bad. And the the fact that you even had this dream was trying to balance, balance between the really high, I'm doing great, and the really low, I'm really bad, I'm not worth it, I'm not, you know, able, all of that look, I've done something bad and now I'm being judged. And the fact that I'm being judged makes me feel worse. Sometimes we need to be bad so we create issues to be bad, feel bad. So what happens here is it's telling you that no matter what you say, just tell the truth. At the end of the day, you know, it never matters. And I have to post that today. Every once in a while, this one needs to come up. As long as the answer is true, the question doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the answer is, as long as it's true. That in mind, because that's really the whole point of your dream, was that whatever your truth is, stand by your truth. We are all worth our truth. We are all worth our truth. So don't forget that because you are. Whether you want to believe it or not, you still are worth your truth. I have another dream. Now, another anonymous dream. I have a very confusing dream, totally unpleasant. A big, fat, old, nasty man approached me yelling, blaming, wanting to argue. I just walked away. Then he was gone. Then I woke up. It was 3 a.m. when I fell asleep again. I walked through a gym where people would tie themselves a ridiculous machine that would risk crazy injuries and call it exercise. I walked by, wondered about it, and just didn't understand why they didn't see the risk of injury. Then I was on vacation with my mom. She was trying to plan everybody's behavior. I made suggestions, but she just did her own thing and got angry with me when I didn't join. It was totally chaotic, and I felt like a bystander just observing and learning. I, in heart, I knew I wanted to be with them, but I just wanted, I had to walk away. I felt so alone, but I knew I would be better off alone. I am so sad. I feel so out of place and lonely. Well, the out of place, your dream is telling you that the stuff you're out of place with is stuff you don't want to participate in anyway. The big man, the, the people going to hurt themselves, and, and then, you know, you're not wanting to be controlled by your mom. All of those are places you actually don't want to be. You're there. So the bigger question is, are you putting yourself where you don't want to be and then feeling out of place? Because you are out of place. And are you putting yourself in places you want to be so that you don't feel out of place? Think about this. Choices, choices, choices. What are we doing with our time? And in that time that we have, 
are we putting our soul in a place where it thrives or where it's just out there to say, hey, I don't fit here and I don't fit there and I don't fit there. Well, if you don't fit in all those places, go to places you fit. Go to places with, that don't feel so crazy to you. Don't feel like you're just an observer looking in. Pay attention to that. There's a lot to be said. A lot to be said for judgment because in the last dream we did, it was about people judging a person because they did not say what was inside of them. And this one was looking at people that are just doing what they want and now they're being looked at from the outside in that you don't belong there. So if you know where you don't belong, that usually opens the door for where you do. So pay attention to where you are spending your time and try to find a place where your time and you feel like your partners in in your life. I've got 10 seconds. I'll see you tomorrow on Questions Friday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.